Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, everyone. Welcome back and Happy New Year. I'm glad that you stopped by to check in for a little bit here. Today is Tuesday, January 8th. We are eight days into our new year. And how many of you have broken your resolution already? <laughs> oh, I'm not picking on you by any means. I'm I'm guilty of, of that all the time. So, um, But I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're uh, taking time out just to see what's What's going on here? Um, let's see here. As I was putting this together, uh, we only have like nine shows left before we are done. Before we uh, call it um, call it a day, hang up our hat here. Um, not just for hurting to healing. Let me make that clear. Um, you can still tune in. Um, Gus is still going strong. He's been going strong for years upon years upon years. And uh, his shows are on on Saturdays. So through Blog Talk Radio and, and things like that. So still continue to, to tune in and and uh, listen to the Healing X Outreach um, programs that are on Saturdays. Um, but Hurting to Healing with Melissa will be done in May. So I wanted to play that song, um, No Man is an Island by 10th Avenue North, because when we started five seasons ago, that was the opening song that I would play um, at the beginning of of each of our episodes. And um, I thought, you know, I haven't played that in a long time. And seeing that we're, we're coming to an end, I wanted to stick that in there. And um, it's such a good song. I really like it because the message in there is that we don't have to fight alone. And I've always said that I'm for you. Um, you know, I always close and say, I am for you, but greater yet, God is for you. And even though you might think you're out there alone, um, like the song says, no man is an island and we can be found. Um, and it does start with letting our guard down. It really does. Um, and I know that's hard to do. I know that that's really hard to do. I apologize. I have kind of a, excuse me, a scratchy throat all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, if you ever want to listen to that song, go check it out. Um, no Man is an Island by 10th Avenue North. So if you're tuning in for the first time, hello. I'm glad that you're here. And um, if you're coming back, as always, um, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for being so faithful. Um, we'll quick run through um, quick things in the beginning. Um, if you're listening through your computer and you want to say something, run to your phone and you can dial in um, and say something if you'd like. Um, the number to call is 347-934-0379, and you would hit number one to unmute yourself, and that identifies to me that you'd like to say something. Uh, after the the show, if you want to ever uh, connect, you can reach me by heading to um, a computer and emailing me at genesis5020m at gmail.com. Send me an email and we'll connect uh, that way. 
Um, tonight we're only going to be here maybe an hour. We might even be done before that. Um, and, you know, as I was scrolling through, looking at some of the audio clips that are in here, I came across this one. I know I played a time or two. Um, it's called The Smile of God. And I'm thinking I might close with that, depending where we're at with, with our time. And um, Because if you've never heard it, and you'll get to hear it. And if you like it as much as I do, then you get to hear it again, and, and it never gets old. So um, hopefully we'll have time to do that. Um, but before we go any further, let's open in a word of prayer, and uh, we'll jump into um, our quick little um, schedule for the year and a quick little message, and that'll be, that'll be a wrap. So um, let's spend a little bit of time in prayer. So, Lord, I just come before you, and I just um, I thank you. Um, thank you for this place. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for, for dying for me, for all of us. And um, I pray that everyone that tunes in uh, to this show, that um, they would take time to reflect and think about what it is that you did for us. And maybe they've never turned to you and asked for forgiveness for their sins. I pray that they would um, sit and take that time with you. Uh, No matter where they're at, uh, just begin to start talking to you. Uh, That's what prayer is. It's just talking talking to you. And Lord, as we're going to talk a little bit tonight about um, truth, the word truth, some of my thoughts on truth. Um, My prayer and my hope is that we will understand um, that we can enter into the light of truth, and that's you, and know that um, we can take a step of leaving our old, old life, old, old, old ways of thinking, old way of processing things, that we can leave that behind and that we can begin to trust by faith in you, um, that you would direct us, you would teach us, you would guide us and show us what really truth is, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, like we're going to talk about tonight. Um, Lord, I just pray that today, from this day forward, that I and those listening would um, again, put their trust in you, in your word, the Bible, and that uh, we would begin to live our lives um, for you and you alone. Um, teach us, too, to know, um, show us, teach us, show me, teach me and show me um, what to reject and what to take in, um, Lord. And I'm going to trust, um, trust you for that to show me. Um, what is true and what I should be rejecting. Lord, I thank you for your word. Um, I thank you for for today. And Lord, I just leave the rest of the time in your hands, Lord, and, and you do with it as, as you will. And I pray this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so we. I'm just going to 
give you a quick run through um, of what our schedule is going to look like. You can also see this out on the Facebook page, the Genesis 5020 Ministry Facebook page as well. Um, but I'm going to run through it with you real quick. So tonight is Happy New Year. Um, just reconnecting at the beginning of the year here and a short little message on truth. That's what's going to happen tonight. Um, our next time that we would be getting together is January 22nd. Um, that show is canceled. I will not be able to do that show. Um, I have another commitment that night that I have to go to with uh, one of my kids. So January 22nd show is canceled. And then when we come back um, in February, February 12th, we're going to have an interview with uh, Candace Hoagland. And I hope I said her last name correct. Um, she is a former Jehovah's Witness, and she's going to give voice and share her story of uh, coming out of being a Jehovah's Witness. So tune into that interview on Tuesday, February 12th. And then we're going to be back uh, February 26th. Um, that show, we are going to be going to be discussing suicide. And what does the Bible say? about suicide. So a very deep um, topic, but one um, that I have always wanted to address and um, seeing that we're coming to an end with our shows, I thought we would, uh, we would definitely do that. So uh, February 26th, we'll be discussing suicide. Then on Tuesday, March 12th, uh, we have another interview, and this one I'm really excited about. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Steve Hayes, also known as steve I've known Steve for uh, 14 years, and Steve, uh, he is a speaker. Uh, he's a messenger. He brings the word of God. Um, and Steve has um, become a life coach. He is very encouraging, um, a huge encourager. And I asked him to to come on, and he he said yes. I was so um, excited and honored and privileged that he said yes to to have him on. And, and why is that? Well, we know life coaching has been going on for I don't maybe he'll be better at telling you how long, um, but I know um, I had looked into it uh, probably a good five years ago, seven years ago, and I went through some some courses and stuff and and things and and I actually um benefited from having a life coach um that really really mentor um helped me in a lot of different areas for a short time and really in in Christ centered too and so uh I asked Steve if he would come on because he's someone that if if you're thinking you need some help some encouragement um, kind of process things through. He is someone that you can um, reach out to. Um, he provides those um, types of skills, and um, he'll tell us a little bit more about you know what he what he charges and, and things like that. Um, how how he goes about the whole thing. So um, so I get to share with you a little bit how I how I met Steve, and then he's just going to tell us all what he has to offer. So we're going to be interviewing him on March 12th. 
March 26th will be the next time we'll come back. Not sure what I'm going to do on that show. That's to be determined. Then we will be back April 9th, and we will be doing an interview with Seth Richardson. I met Seth. He is a former Jehovah's Witness. Uh, Him and his family came out of uh, being Jehovah's Witnesses a few years back. I did interview his wife um, in our first season, Linda, and uh, they're just an amazing family. And when I've asked uh, Seth to come on and interview him about, uh, one, he's going to share about uh, his street ministry and witnessing that he does um, now, um, not as a Jehovah's Witness. Um, So I think that's very interesting that he used to go door-to-door as a Jehovah's Witness, and um, now he is giving witness to um, the truth, the the real truth, (laughs) uh, the gospel of Jesus and how he goes about doing that. We're going to talk about that. And then um, I asked him to – another thing I've always wanted to talk about on the show is justification. So I'm not going to go any further into that. He's going to explain that, um, talk to us about that. And I remember, you know, when I first became um, a Christian and started walking this this walk, I would hear different words, and, and I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And what's the difference between this and that? And one of the things was the difference between um, Calvinism and Arminianism. I, I think I said that right, but... And I remember digging and researching and seeing the difference. And and um, I asked him to to um, share the difference, what what each one believes. Um, and so that was something I've always wanted to do as well. So I've asked him to uh, basically do that show for me. Um, so and he was willing. So I'm excited about that. Um, so that brings us up to April 9th, and then we have May. And then that's it. And those shows I don't have determined yet. Obviously, the last one um, will be a farewell one um, and a goodbye one. So, and a, a short message to bring to you. But um, that's that's it. And then it's going to be summer already. So um, it's exciting. So we only let's see. Look at we're only. 18 minutes into our show, and let me tell you, this message I have here on truth uh, is very short tonight. And you know, I wondered when I was when I was looking this over, if I had given given this before, if I had shared this before, and I didn't have the time, in all honesty, to go back and look into the archives and see if if I did share this with you. And I thought, you know what, it's okay if we did. Um, that way we don't have to go searching for it and it's right here um, kind of fresh and you know in the frontier of you know listening to, to shows you don't have to go back too far um, so this this short little message is really based um, off of Matthew um, chapter 6 verse 5 and because at one time when I was reading through scripture the words I tell you the truth just jumped off the page at me. It lit up like a, you know, big marquee sign on the side of a building. It just, boom, it just hit me. And and it just made me reflect on a lot of different things. And so in the first thing that it, it had me 
first reflect on was growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, as you know, and, and this is a little, maybe a little bit of a, a teaching as well to any um, people that are tuning in that are Christians and, and wanting to, you know, reach Jehovah's Witnesses, because um, I know the, the audience that listens in, we have, a, we have a mixture. So, you know, those of you born and raised are going to know what, I, what I'm talking about. <clears throat> but um, for the sake of, you know, just explaining and, and helping others, when you're born and raised as a Jehovah's Witness, uh, the language that's used is, uh, were you born in the truth? Or you would ask someone, when did you come into the truth? So it doesn't matter where you where you are in, in the U.S. It doesn't matter where you are actually in the world. Um, if you're with a group of other Jehovah's Witnesses, whether in their home, whether at a kingdom hall or at a convention, an assembly, um, the common lingo is, were you born in the truth, you know, or when did you come into the truth? Um, so that word truth, even even when people leave the Jehovah's Witness organization, um, I would say nine out of ten times someone will say, I left the truth, um, instead of uh, I left the Jehovah's Witnesses or I left the organization. Um, left the organization is another pretty common one, but but really, I would say the most common is, you know, I left the truth. So in your mindset of leaving truth, you, you automatically, your brain goes, okay, so now what I'm entering into is false. And so because your mind is so conditioned to, to believe that what you left is truth, that now, you know, you are, in fact, doing what is wrong, what is false. And so when you question, you know, what you're doing, you go, well, should I go back to the truth? Should I go back to what is true? And in essence, I think you're asking yourself as well, should I go back to what I trusted? Because I trusted that, I believed that. Should I go back to the truth? Should I go back and trust that? Or should I now venture into and trust this other path that I'm going in, you know. And so for me, the word truth and trust really go go hand in hand for me. And, you know, I, I remember when I said to God, I want the whole truth. Yeah, I want the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God, you know, um, just angry and screaming, saying, you know, Give me truth. I need to know. I need to know what it is. And you know, nowadays, the truth can be whatever you want it to be. Um, all of us, so many, have um, our opinions, and sometimes we make um, an opinion, our opinion, truth, as if it were you know factual, and and uh, lots of times we come across people where they just have no basis for, for really what truth is. And so my hope is that um, if you're not at a point of, you know, trusting the Bible 
um, that you would come back and to, to to do that, to trust God's word. And, you know, I even remember being um, worried um, if I could even trust reading the Bible because I was now at this place where I wasn't going to be reading the New World Translation. I wasn't going to be reading the, the Jehovah's Witness Bible, the, the Bible from the organization, but I was now entering into reading the Bible that, quote, Christendom put out there. And then, and then there's so many different, you know, translations from the King James to the New King James to the, you know, NIV, NLT. You've got all these, you know, initials. Again, it was one of those things like, what does this mean? What is that? Why are there so many, you know? Um, wondering, do I have the right Bible? And even could I trust the people at the bookstore who sold it to me? You know, um, could I even trust those who gave me their preferences of what they liked, you know, um, from their translations? And could I trust, could I get myself to trusting that Jesus was going to tell me the truth from the Bible and the Bible alone and and he did and that's where that Matthew 6 5 just jumped out at me I tell you the truth and I'm going to encourage you to take a Bible a new Bible um, whatever version you would like there's the ESV the English Standard Version there's um, currently my current one right now is the HCSB it's the Holman uh, Christian Study Bible. Um, I'm really, you know, been liking that one for probably about the past year. I've been using that. Um, but what I want to encourage you to do is, I want you to head both. I want you to head to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I want you to highlight, underline, put a little dot, whatever it is. Anytime you come across the words, I tell you the truth. Start there. I want you to. I want you to do that and read, read those. Um, and then what I'm going to encourage you to do is look up in the back of that Bible. Look up the word truth and read all those scriptures that are listed there. Go into different translations. Look in the back of the of that Bible. And look at the word truth and look up those scriptures. Because, again, sometimes with, those, with the different um, translations and versions that are out there, um, those words will be, you're still going to have the same, you know, the scripture. But sometimes things just come alive um, when, it's, when it's written um, in a different um, version, different translation. So do that. Again, go to the Gospels. Start. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and highlight every time you see, I tell you the truth. And go look up the word truth. Look up and read all those scriptures. Then, like I said, how I feel that the truth and trust really go, go hand in hand. Look up the word trust. Um, and I'm just thinking of one right now, and I'm going to... Um, Go to it because this is what I want you to do. <laughs> if I can find it, if my memory serves me right. Um, I'm getting older; it fails me more and more. Um, uh, this is uh, this is what I want you to do. Proverbs chapter three. 
I can get my fingers to work properly. Proverbs chapter 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So, truth. Start with truth. Look up all the 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 scriptures that you can on that. Then, and with that word, and then trust. And when you are doing both of those, that's exactly what I want you to do. I want you to trust in the Lord, trusting God with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will, He will make your path straight guide you. He's going to direct you into all truth. And and the thing was, is I remember when I left, I was told that I was separated from, from the Father, that I was separated from Jehovah because I had left the organization. And so I didn't know I didn't know where to go. And it was funny, I remember one of the times I loved to watch the movie The Wizard of Oz. And uh, you know, Dorothy's and Toto come to that fork in the road, and and she's like, well, which way do we go? And and it was just like, again, that kind of you know jumped off, um, off out of the movie for me because it was like, okay, yeah, which which way do I go? How do how do I navigate this thing? You know, this thing called life, this thing called truth and trust. Like, can't trust anybody. But you know, it was in that moment too. Um, in that Wizard of Oz movie that she encounters the scarecrow and the scarecrow speaks to her and tells her the ways in which she can go. And it was like, yeah, we do have multiple ways that we can go. And the thing is, is what I want for you to do is to choose the path, choose the path of truth of God's word in, in, in the Bible and not what all those other voices around you are saying. It's not in all the things and the books and the publications that we read. Just take time to just shut all those voices out and down and just come right here to the Bible. And believe me, God is going to show up. He is going to most definitely tell you the truth. And you can trust him for that. And so, you know, I remember, again, as I was thinking about truth, and I remember that one statement, um, making the truth your own at those times where, you know, I was um, not doing good. I was, you know, it amazes me still the things that, we would get punished for um, as if we weren't good enough and that, it, you know, it seemed like it was so hard to to endure to the end um, because the standards were just just too much or they were, they were just too much. And it's like, I remember that saying, well, you're not making the truth your own. If you were really... Um, 
if you were your heart was really right and you were really making the truth your own, then you know you wouldn't be having all these problems and you know that's a lie too. And the thing is, as I began to to reflect, um, there were things flat out lies that we were told. There were things where there was only um, we were only presented with half truths and given half truths, and we would recycle these lies and these these half-truths over and over and over again. And, you know, I one of the things that bothers me, it just gets under my skin, is the lying by omission. And, and I, I talk to my kids about that when, when they'll leave little details out, like, okay, you've got, you know, A to Z, but they, they left out L, M, and N because they knew that if they shared that, oh, they might, you know, get in trouble. That's lying. And a half-truth, in my opinion, is always and will be a lie. And white lies, again, leaving those details out and information out, is that lying by omission. omission. And exaggerating a story, stretching the truth, it is all a lie. And it is not truth. And so when we talk about, you know, becoming this new creation, in Christ Jesus, it means not doing those things anymore. It, it means making a conscious choice to I'm not going to do that anymore. And one scripture that I really like um, to support that is Colossians chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. And it says this, Do not lie to each other. Since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of its creator. So right from the get-go, do not lie to each other. Do not lie to yourself. That's old. That's gone. Begin by renewing your, your, your mind, your spirit, your knowledge in the image of, of, of Christ Jesus and what the Bible says ready to trust this this journey, this, this Bible, ready to trust the truths that are spoken in it on those pages and ready to take off the old way of thinking, the old words, the old mindset and live, begin to live by the truth that you're about to discover in the pages ahead. And trust that whatever that you know, who is that? Who's you know who's speaking to me? I remember hearing that the word that over and over. And it was like, was that you, Jesus? Was that you, the Holy Spirit? Was like who's who's talking to me? I don't. When you, if, if you get to that, which you will, I think, if you haven't already gotten to that place of who is that? That voice, that during, that whisper. Um, that is the Holy Spirit saying, I'm telling you truth. I tell you the truth. And really, it's really that simple. You either choose to believe what you're reading and what he's revealing to you, or you don't. And I think the greater challenge, um, the greater challenge, I believe, and the greater chance that you take, the greater choice, is that we learn to live, live out, act out. Um, believe out of the truth of God's word 
because I don't think we'll, if, if we don't do that, we will never be completely whole and, and, and well and, and be in the path of, of healing. Um, we need to believe it. We need to do it. Um, and another scripture that I liked was John 3.21, but whoever lives by the truth comes into the light. And that's really what I, what I want to do, I know, for my life and what I want for your life as well. And some other scriptures I want you to take note of, listen to this. Isaiah 45.19 says this. I'm just going to read the last part of it. I, the Lord, speak the truth. I declare what is right. So listen to that voice when you're going through scripture. The Lord speaks truth. Anything that's contradictory to it, it's not of God. Another scripture is John uh, 18.37. The last part of that says, um, this is Jesus saying that he came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. So to me, that speaks of the side of truth, their side. You can pick and you can choose because we have we have free will. Um, which side are you going to, to stake your claim in? So everyone on the side of truth listens to me. Again, listening to Jesus, listening to what the word says. And then um, Romans, let's see. 825, but I think it's Romans 125. Let's see here. Oh, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. And I mean, that really, and I'm curious now, but I just lost my train of thought. 825, what does that say? Where is it? Hmm talking about hope, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. That's, hey, that is good. See, so I wrote down Romans 8.25, but I really wanted to read to you Romans 1.25. So let me get my, my thoughts back here. So Romans 1.25 says, they exchange the truth of God for a lie. And, you know, when I read through Romans 8, and I'm looking, reflecting on my notes from years years past, and uh, everything I wrote was regarding, you know, being um, being a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, up in verse 18, it says, men who suppress the truth, and just feeling, just a holding down and in prison. Those are the, roads, the, the words that I wrote. Um, and the things that were that were suppressed, um, held down, covered up, lied about, men who suppress the truth. That's that's where we came from. And uh, again, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie. That's what we were a part of. And uh, it says, and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator who is forever praised. Amen. And so then when I look now at Romans 8.25, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And this is speaking of, of the future 
future glory. Uh, but even now, in, in I'm just going to keep reading. God's word is so good. I'm sorry, my brain is all over the place, but listen to this. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. God will reveal himself to you. So if we hope, even as we're hoping for what we don't even know yet in God's word, because you're just beginning the journey, wait, wait patiently. He will reveal his truth to you. You know, and that's why I want, I remember wanting to try, you know, I was like a sponge soaking a lot up, but there was a lot of things I wasn't retaining and, and holding because I'd be off scurrying off to thing going, well, what is, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this? And, and, and that's part of the journey. That's part of the process. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to. Um, discourage you to, to not do that. But the reason why I encourage you to sit and just sit and soak in, soak up these scriptures on truth and trust and and stay there. Don't don't be in a hurry to, to go off. Um, wait patiently to see what, what God's going to show you in those moments because um, those are the most most precious times and and um, keep asking keep asking and and God will he will show you um, he will tell you and you know lots of times we maybe don't like the answer that he's giving us um, because maybe there's some sin in our life and he's asking us that we need to you know you know stop doing this or stop doing that and um, but in all honesty sin does it does separate us from God so I just encourage you as you, um, as I continue to seek truth, the truth of God's word, the, his wisdom, um, be patient with yourself, but be truth seekers. Be truth seekers all the time. Don't get to a point like as a Jehovah's Witness where you know it all, you have it all together, you you can ramble things off. No, it's a journey. It's a lifetime journey. There will never be a day while I'm here on this earth that I will know it all. There's just no way. So I'm constantly seeking him, seeking his truth. I'm his child, and I trust that he is going to reveal truth. And he's going to reveal it to me in his timing. So I have to be patient. And so um, I think what I'm going to do, because we're 40, almost 45 minutes in, and and we're only going to be here an hour tonight, I am going to close tonight with this audio that that we've played a couple times in the past. Um, It's called The Smile of God. It's by Judah Smith. He's a, a pastor out in I think California or Seattle, Washington, I want to say, somewhere somewhere west coast. Um, and I just love this. And 
I want you to, as you, as you continue to journey with God, um, you are the smile of God. He loves you so much, and he, he takes such delight and joy in showing you his truth. What, and it'll take time too um, for that, um, that pruning to happen, that breaking off of saying when I was in the truth or raised in the truth, or I shouldn't say that because I, I, I say I was born and raised as a Jehovah's Witness. That's what I say. I don't say I was born in the truth um, any longer. That'll eventually fall off. That'll eventually break off. And, um, and I encourage you to ask God to help you to some of that lingo that we would use to um, replace it with who he says you are. Because now you, if, if you've chosen to follow Christ, you've, you've said, okay, I've counted the cost and this is the, this is the path I'm going to go. You truly, truly are a child of God and he loves you and he does smile and he is going to make your path straight. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy all the time, no, but continue to dig and dig. I picture like digging in the sand and just continue to dig and search and seek his truth. So again, be truth seekers. So I'm going to close tonight with this um, three minutes, three minutes left to go. The Smile of God by Judith Smith. Um, remember, we won't be back here on January 22nd. That show is canceled, but we'll be back here February 12th with an interview with Candace Hoagland. I'm looking forward to that. So um, listen in for just another three more minutes and have yourself a wonderful um, night, a wonderful rest of the week. And I pray blessings over you of comfort, of peace, and of God's truth as you continue to seek him more in the days and in the weeks ahead.
with the lawbreaker and notice what he says. What he says cannot be said with a scowl. No doubt he gets down and he says, be of good cheer. Daughter, your faith has made you well. He wanted this lawbreaker to see the glory in his countenance. of your father forever and ever towards you. 